Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, yeah, a very good evening, everyone. Welcome to your Monday. It is AFL Review Night with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdorn. Haggers, good evening to you. G'day, Peter. Hello, everyone out there as well. Big yeah, weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a huge weekend. And this precinct, uh, and you can see the scars <laughs> as you walk in. It's been battered, and certainly the wild weather across the weekend didn't help with the surface. We'll come back to that in a moment. But yesterday here at Optus Stadium on a shifting surface, it was St Kilda who kept their finals hopes alive with that 28-point uh, win over the West Coast Eagles, who were certainly in the game for the most part. After all, uh, only around about nine points separated the two sides heading into the final term, but the Eagles only kicked one goal, and that was late in that final quarter. A couple of... Uh, promising aspects to the West Coast Eagles loss and also a couple of major concerns. Let's start with the upside. So let's look positive first up. Jai Cully positive. Josh Rotham, who has been a yo-yo for well, all of your this man, season. You, you've yeah. been hot on that particularly. Given, given a new role, kicked two goals and kicked them very, very well. So there was a couple of bonuses there. And, of course, Tom Barris continues to be a very much an informed defender for and, Eagles. And probably... All Australian full back. Now it depends how the selectors look at. I think Peter, and we're getting off uh, off a plan here to come to Barras straight away. But uh, depends how the selectors look at those positions. Stephen May would have been a week or two ago mm. my preferred All Australian full back. But I think Tom Barras, the fact that he's just playing such good football in a team that's playing such at times deplorable football and just having a disgusting season. He'd have to be something that's so positive. Probably an All-Australian key defender, whether it's a back pocket or fullback, and Stephen May at fullback, who then gets centre-half back. It's, 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 it's fascinating to see where Tom Brass might finish up. He's my West Coast Eagles fairest and best player yeah. this year. I, I don't mm. think there'd be any argument with that, and, and probably no surprise even with four games to go. A lot of it does depend a bit on how many games you play. If you play 19 or 20, 21, 22 the games. The way they you, do their voting. Yes, or 25 in a premiership season, etc. when Elliot Yo won it uh, in 218. Uh, Barras was fantastic. The other one too, let's not discount, I thought Bailey Williams had a pretty good game yesterday. Yes. That's probably about the best one. Now, up against Ryan Marshall, I rate him very highly. Uh, I just wonder if Marshall perhaps suffered a little bit from having to be so much more on ball than he would if Paddy Ryder was playing normally. He didn't seem to have that same degree of, of chop out to go forward, to freshen up, to go to the bench. So Bailey Williams took advantage of that. And I thought, you know, 18 possessions, 13 contested possessions. And I know sometimes we harp on about that, but he's around the ball. He has to compete for his, uh, for his ball bit like Nick Natanui, for instance, and 10 clearances, 10 clearances to Bailey Williams. So I thought that was under-recognised. I thought uh, he was impressive yesterday to look at something positive. But I, I'm, I'm not accepting in the slightest this, West Coast, this latest West Coast Eagles debacle. 
You thought I can't, they, they I, could have won yesterday. They, they should have won, and I said on Thursday, I, there's no excuses for West Coast. A more experienced team, older, 30-game difference average across the group that played yesterday and St Kilda. St Kilda, I know, had a lot to play for. And their coach, and I've got a reason why I reckon Brett Ratton was able to be as filthy as he was all week publicly, even normally in this modern day, coaches aren't even filthy behind closed doors, let alone publicly. And I, th- I think it's because he had a two-year extension, so mm. a coach is in a pretty comfortable position. But, Peter, you know, I, I just don't accept it. West Coast, they just muffed chances to win another game. West Coast led at quarter time. Did I, did I see the scoreboard wrong? They won the third term. And they narrowly won the clearances, 40 to 39. At the 10-minute mark of the final quarter, West Coast had had 23 inside 50s to St Kilda's 10 since in the second half. It, it, and the scores are 9-2 to 10-6. Where was West Coast Eagles forward line? Where are their much vaunted million-dollar players? How can Tim Kelly have a four-possession game? Well, let's get to that. Because how, can Josh, new... how, can, how can Jack Darling have a two-possession first half when they won the first quarter, it's just unforgivable, unacceptable. How can Luke Shuey have a three-possession first term? I know he tried and he's a, he's a brave little man. We, we, we know all that. Andrew Gaff in a different role. We heard Adam Simpson say on Thursday, look for some experiments. We're going to experiment. Well, Andrew Gaff gets experimented as an on-baller. So he starts on the bench, rotating through the midfield, half forward. So that's the Dom Sheed sort of a role. He's not capable of that. Mm. Finishes with 17 possessions. Xavier O'Neill, can he play? I know he's only a kid. Four possessions to halftime, nine for the match, playing on the ball. Mm. While Jack Steele gets 40 possessions, Brad Crouch gets 31. They clear it after clear it after clear it. Ross gets 27. And on top of all that, who's the kid that tagged Kelly out of the game? Just... Interesting. So let's have a look at Kelly. And I think that's a big story. By the way, he's been fined $2,000 with an early plea for striking Rowan Marshall. And the Saints uh, big man has been fined $1,000 for tripping Liam Duggan. So I, I couldn't get my head around it when working with Scott Cummings yesterday in the SEN AFL Nation broadcast, he said to me, Tim Kelly had four possessions, and I can't recall when he said it to me. And <laughs> well, I thought and He I, had his fourth possession at the 10-minute mark of the last quarter. And I thought to myself, you're right, Scott. I've hardly called him, if I've mm. called him at all. Mm. So what's happened there? Now, two weeks ago, he had a 40-possession game. And here at home for West Coast yesterday, he collected four possessions, two kicks and two handballs. Now, something is not right. Not saying overall with Tim Kelly – about what happened yesterday, either before the game, his mental state of mind, was he injured, uh, didn't he follow instructions? I don't know, but there was something amiss yesterday. Well, I, I, could, I could go out there and get more than four possessions. I'm not falling for the cover on his corked thigh. You know, the post-match, Adam Simpson said, look, he wouldn't like it if I said anything about the corked thigh, so no, no. And I thought, well, then why say it? Yeah. You've thrown up straight away. He's carried something into the game, and someone must have encouraged him, Kelly, to play with a cork thigh. I'm assuming that. I'm assuming that. But cork thigh or not, he's played. He's been passed to play. He's played. Didn't look comfortable with it. Marcus Windhager 
is a 19-year-old kid playing his, I think it's about his 15th game. He had a good game yesterday. Well, he, he outplayed Tim Kelly. Mm, he had a good game yesterday. Finished up with, with uh, 23 possessions himself, a couple of clearances, seven times he pumped them inside 50 with Tim Kelly standing back with his lip down near his ankles. Mm. So I think also Tim Kelly, he looked like he cracked it to me. Well, Did, could, didn't handle the tag at all. However, there's something wrong with how the coaching box didn't handle that either. Send him to full forward. Sub him off. Oh, you can't do that. Well, they well, can. All of a sudden, he's got the <laughs> no, cork no, thigh. They, they he's want, not you running can't... well. Take him off. Okay, so you're playing from Richmond's playbook now, aren't you, from Friday wow. night? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know uh, Jack Billings was uh, taken out very oh, early. He was injured. He, was he injured. got a back injury. But the yes. point is, okay, Kelly's got a leg injury. Medi sub, get him off. Absolutely. absolutely. Or, as I say, if you're making him play, throw him to full forward. Push the others up the ground. I saw Darling, Darling finished up with eight possessions for the match. Two goals. Two goals. Both of them, you know, uncontested gathers. Mm. One a handball just over the top of the pack. Um, and eight possessions overall. Send him up the ground. Even throw him into the centre square. If you're yeah. going to experiment, let's see things that are totally exper- different. And the other- Darling did get at least three of his possessions of his eight behind the centre. And the other experimentation yesterday was giving Liam Ryan a bit of a licence. Picked up for far more of the footy, but in the back half. Well, which yeah, you don't normally see. Well, again, I'm sorry, Peter. Uh, he's another one I've got on my hit list here. You know, like, <laughs> They're all on your how, hit list. But how ineffective is their forward line? How, Darling gets two possessions to half-time. Liam, Ryan, nine possessions to half-time. Six of them in the first quarter. Then he's knackered. Yeah. He's not fit he to run out of the okay. game. He had six possessions in the first term. And you thought, oh, Liam Ryan's back. And even the coverage goes on about the great Liam Ryan is back. He's got a fat tummy. He's got a fat backside. He's not back. He can't last a game out. All right, let's go to Lee. Who's Jamie been... Cripps? Six possessions. No, he struggled time. yesterday. Hello, Lee. How are we going? We're going to get the West Coast Eagles, and you've <laughs> jumped on early. <laughs> hi, hi, Sorry, Lisa. Hi, I fired you, you up. I yes. think I know you're an Eagles fan, <laughs> but I, I just couldn't. You two, two crack me up. You really do, honestly. <laughs> um, Pete, before I get on to my um, Eagles. Um, I was there, I was watching the footy, but I had it on SEN listening to you calling the um, soccer on Saturday night, yes. and you did a sensational job. Those names just rolled off your tongue beautifully. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit different to Crips and Darling. <laughs> Kennedy, let me tell you, Kelly, thanks, Lise. Thanks, no, Lise. You, you're done. You're done very well. Thank you. Um, I can tell you why Tim Tim Kelly only got four touches. Yep. Because he was beaten by Marcus. Windiger, Windhager. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why he only got four touches. Well, and it's not about a cork side. It's not about anything. He was well, well beaten. And Liam Ryan, um, he is. Um, I'm sorry, I, I don't like bagging my players, but Liam Ryan, he's lazy. And I think. I think he's lazy because he gets tired. I think he has to stay out there. Yeah. You've got to have 22 players uh, operating in the match, but he's not fit. He, he can't sustain. Efforts. He can't sort of go once, come back, go again, around the pack or on lead, double lead, figure eight leads. He can't. Do, I think he's just not fit. No. And most of those, most of those Eagles senior players um, were well down yesterday too. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and just, this, just quickly too, um, have we got another new rule in the um, AFL, have we, that called the, Gin, the Ginevan rule? Oh, very good call on that. I'm glad that it did come up because I oh, think – I think I think a lot of people are perhaps sort of saying, oh, we've talked about this too much. Oh, it's, it's the talking point of the game. Sick of it. He was victimised yesterday. That, that, that tackle from Mason Redman midway through the first term, uh, 
That that means the game's changed. Mm. That could have been questioned at rugby league as a head high tackle and you're facing a reprimand or 10 minutes in the sin bin. That was disgraceful. And that's when I thought, this is where the AFL have just gone too far because that didn't just change the AFL. If that rule is called play on when he was strangled by Mason Redmond, I've got to say, Lisa and Pete and everybody, that's not just the AFL. That's Australian rules, Australia-wide, that yeah. you've just changed the landscape. Mm. You can grab a bloke around the neck and rip his head off. Mm. That Rugby won't even put up with that. No, that's right. That's right. You so very been. thanks, Lisa, because I, I wondered if a lot of people might have thought, oh, no, nah, there's been too much said about it. But th- this kid's been victimised. Yeah, and He's the reason that, that they made the adjudgment. Mm. Good on you, Lise. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, Come and join us. How on did the... Essendon get back in that? They did uh, not. You know, they did not have one possession inside their fifty meter arc in in the first term, having gone in there. I think about ten times. They went in there eight to ten times and didn't win a possession. Mm. And you well, thought, oh, they're gone. When, when you saw the tailing, because I was here at the stadium, yeah. but of course uh, Jones hitting the post from directly in front, he could have iced the oh, game. I tell you, but what Essendon fans will also be dirty at, and I, I'm led to believe even the hierarchy is how badly they were coached and how badly they performed in that last couple of minutes, which means that there's been no education and no planning, no strategy for what happens if. Colin would do that twice a week, apparently. What happens if circumstances, yeah. and they didn't do it with, with Essendon at all. Okay, the Scarborough Toyota open line is there for you, 13 12 55. Paul's given us a call. Hello, Paul. How are you going? Yeah, good day, boys. I've got uh, two things. I want to talk about Tim Kelly and yep. I want to talk about Fremantle. Mm-hmm. So... Tim Kelly, once he's been tagged, instead of you, you mentioned why doesn't he go forward, well, why doesn't he then become a tagger onto someone and then for a short time, two, well, two things will happen. He'll end up following around either Jack Steele and Brad, Brad Crouch with, mm-hmm. a, with someone mm-hmm. following him around Yep. The, and then the tag will be dropped or he'll be successful and then cutting them out of the game. Well, the other thing too, Paul, is that, and again, that's an age-old one. This, we, this goes back to the 50s and 60s and 70s when, when, when tagging was just starting. The first thing you did was say, well, t- if you're being tagged, go and stand on someone else. But it frees up one of your players because Winhager stays Correct. with Kelly, who goes on to steal or crouch, as you say, and then a shoey or a cully or someone around the ball is freer. Exactly right. And that just, it just didn't happen. Now, with, with Fremantle, um, well, a couple of things. There's obviously that, that whole debacle over the the sub and Ben Miller and Ben Miller. Yeah. But the other thing is Justin Longmuir, he's, he's a third year coach. He's by all accounts, an absolute ripper bloke, but is he, is he good enough on match day? Like we had the, we had the, we had the issue last week, but he was clearly out coached by, um, John by, Longmire. by John Longmire. And then in the last quarter, Andrew Brayshaw spends eight minutes on the bench. That's your best player that you, that you have at your, at your, at like in, one of your best resources you have access to, and he's on the bench. And he gets, for, get, gets, gets back on with two and a half minutes to go. Uh, yeah. And it seemed cold. Like that drop chest mark of his at, uh, at centre-half back, which allowed uh, yep. Richmond to run it forward. Yep. <laughs> My first thought was, well, oh, he's cold. He's been standing on the boundary line, frustrated, trying to get on. Uh, but my only cover to that is that we see too much of this in AFL, which is so heavily scrutinised, Paul, and so televised and covered, and you see so many different angles. And you, you do see times when they say, oh, look, the game's on the other side and so a key player can't get on. Dustin Martin can't get on. Or in this case, Andrew Brayshaw can't get on. 
Who just get someone off? Whoever's <laughs> yeah. the closest, really? closest to the area. Yeah, get off, and we want our number Absolutely. one player back on. I, I found that hard to come to terms with the excuse. I, but this is all about, and I think it's too much overdone. I think it's level four coaching accreditation that some of these coaches just stick with systems and structures. Oh, if we'd made someone run away from the from the centre circle area, our structure, our defensive structure would have fallen down while Andrew was getting on. Oh, bad luck. Yeah. Get him on. That's the most important. Yeah. Make him run towards that Ooh. defensive area and, and fill in and someone else falls back. I, I, I'm with you. I was really surprised that that, took so, that mm. could take so long. It's such a tight game. Yeah, good on you, Paul. Thanks for the call, mate, and we appreciate you listening to Drive with Peter Vlahos with Haggers on a Monday and a Thursday. And we need to clear a break. Okay. Now, the West Coast Eagles, Waffle side, have got a bye this week. Yeah. I'm just wondering whether there's an opportunity now to maybe bring a few players up oh. and give them a go oh, this please. week. All right, Haggis. I'm going to throw you a few names You know who comes back way. in this week? Who? Yo, Natanui. What about Greg Clark? Rioli? Give him a go. Give Greg Clark a go. Give a couple of the other players a go. Maybe give Luke Edwards a go to see if he's up to it yeah. or not. I, I just think there's an opportunity. These guys aren't playing footy. Throw them in this week. This well, is the, You're not going to 